I think that they are both very fun movies, very good movies, but very flawed movies in many ways. And interestingly to me, not the same ways at all. Like, that's the best thing about this to me is that this movie feels very – we're just going to do a Star Wars podcast if we keep this up. Yeah. No, that's – I was about to say. It's like, well, we're talking about Star Wars, but that's not what we're doing tonight. (laughs) Who are you? Uh, My name is Chris. I'm a filmmaker from Nashville, Tennessee, and most of my films end up being very dark Ah, I get it. I'm Rick Fox. I'm an aspiring author, and fairy lives don't matter. Well, I my name is Binge. I'm an analyst here in Nashville, and I'm Will Smith with a mustache. And, and we're, we're opinionated. Tonight, we're watching the movie Bright. It is a Netflix original released in December 22nd of 2017, uh, starring Will Smith, a ogre-looking creature, and I don't know anybody else. <laughs> I started Googling Rotten Tomatoes binge <laughs> because you started talking and completely derailed this podcast and wasted so much of our time. Thank you, binge. You're welcome, well, did, I, I did take you get over, the other I, guy who's in it? Like the who who's the, not Will Smith? That's in the it. ogre-looking guy. Yeah, that's well, Joel well, Edgerton's name. Joel Edgerton is that who it is? I think. Uh, yes, it is. Score. We also have a Numi Rapis. Oh, Numi Rapis. She's the uh, girl with the dragon tattoo. The original. Oh right, Lucy Fry, Edgar Ramirez, and Ike Barinholtz. So that's who, who from Mad TV. It? Did you know who directed it? It's David Ayer. Same guy oh, did crap. Suicide Squad, but he also did Fury and Training Day. I didn't see either of those, so I've only you know, my only experience Fury with this guy is Suicide Day. Squad, and Suicide Squad is on the list of worst movies I've ever seen in my entire life. Well, didn't he like disown that movie because of the? Like, no, the, how he it owns edited. it. He's yeah, like, that's the crazy like, thing. About I it. stand behind this movie. Anyway, it also has a twenty-eight percent in Rotten Tomatoes. Oh. That's the last tidbit. Set in a world where mystical creatures live side by side with humans, a human cop is forced to work with an orc to find a weapon everyone is prepared to kill for. I'm actually really sad now that I know this movie is probably going to suck based on that Rotten Tomato score and all the people that I've heard talk crap about this movie. Honestly, because it sounds that, awesome. That, yeah, that sounds amazing. And I, I saw the commercials for it like on Netflix. I was just scrolling through. I was like, oh, well, this looks interesting. Yeah. And it looks like an interesting like take on... Fantasy. It's primo the type of things Netflix would greenlight because mm-hmm. they would literally greenlight a dung beetle walking through a rainforest at this <laughs> point for 45 minutes. And they would call it a dung beetle walk through the rainforest, narrated by that Morgan Ger- Freeman. That German James director, I think, would actually probably fit it a little more. Gosh, what's his name? Oh, I love him. He's so good. I can't remember. Anyway. Uh, Warner Bright. Herzog? Yes, Werner Herzog. He is the best narrator voice. <laughs> His version of Go the Fuck to Sleep is my favorite version. <laughs> the other thing about this movie is that it was written by um, Max Landis, and he had been talking about it on Twitter for a long time prior to it coming out, so I was really excited about that. And then I heard that David Ayer of Just Suicide now. Squad did a rewrite on it, and all of that joy and happiness that I was thinking about just evaporated, just gone. So it's it's probably going to be either. Here's what I'm expecting. Here's what I'm expecting. It's going to be like Bayham. It might be surprisingly good oh, in God, some areas. No, no some, some of Bayham was at least very fun to talk about. Like as much as as Giant terrible robot testicles. Oh God. As terrible as Armageddon was. Well, there are no was. robots in this movie, it appears. So you should at least be. Maybe orc testicles, but definitely not robot testicles. As horrible as Armageddon was, that was one of my favorite conversations we've ever had on the (laughs) podcast. So that's what I'm hoping for. And, you know, even better case scenario, we get a uh, pain and gain situation where it's uh, not as well appreciated as it ought to be because it's actually pretty damn good. So maybe maybe we'll look out, guys. Maybe maybe it could also be Bad Boys 1. And that's a that's a huge problem that we'll have to overcome. Or Bad Boys 2, which is also a problem. Nah, Bad Boys 2 is way better than Bad Boys 1. Oh, yeah, it was. But, you know, Bad also Boys, not good. both one and two, are American classics, and I don't care what either one of you have to say. <laughs> that says a lot of bad things about American classics, but okay. Why don't we go ahead and go watch this movie? I mean, that sounds great to me. Let's do it. Yeah! <laughs> Why is there a fairy in the bird feeder again? 
Good afternoon, officer. Fairy lives don't matter today. That's it right there. Now take the little homie out LAPD style like you do. Oh, and uh, you keep doing all your gangster stuff. I'm just trying to sell my house. Don't worry about that. Everybody's just trying to get along and have a good life. All of the races are different. Just because they're different doesn't mean anybody's better or worse than anybody. Hey, uh, where's the diversity hire? I got a dude in my car. I didn't ask for it, but the whole world is watching. Boy, it's okay. You don't like me. Man, I'm not out here to be your friend. I need to know if shit pop off that you got my back. Can't hide it, Wood. Humans have physical talents. Like the face. What's my face? The human who needs a lot more conjugal love type face. Do not wink at me like that. The first decision made in that movie to make a fantasy buddy cop movie, great decision. Yeah, that's awesome. A, a wonderful decision. It, that's, after, that sounds great. After watching this movie, I'm going to go see if I can find the original script online and see if it was any good because that movie <laughs> sucked. I'm... Uh, it, it It's so bad on so many levels. It's, it's really hard not to believe that it was just a failure in all departments because well, it was okay, wait, abundantly wait, wait. terrible. I no. will say the orcish makeup was way more convincing than I thought it was going to be. I also thought that the chemistry between our two main characters was overall pretty good. Like they're they're when they're being intentionally lighthearted and not taking themselves seriously it, it was actually pretty endearing. It was remind me some of the best parts of both of the Bad Boys movies. I could see that, it, yeah. It, it clearly seemed to have a lot of inspiration from there. There's also a lot of parts where Will Smith is just like a, a horrible jerk. Like a just, <laughs> just awful. Which would have been but, great if there was an arc there. But there's not. I mean, it's, it's like a paper told, thin one. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, we're kind of there. told his his story arc. We're in told a everything. We're told everything. We really are told pretty much everything. There is there is so many. All tell least, no show. Yeah, there are at least three or four exposition dumps in this movie. There that are, are not even just exposition dumps. <laughs> like when he's got the gun and it goes click and he says, <laughs> "I'm out." Like. <laughs> I cannot well, no. shoot him, Will Smith. I am out of bullets. Right. Therefore, I cannot I, do damage with honestly, this weapon. Like, but I like that. With that, that was with slightly that, with exaggerated. That with that, with for who this character is, I like that. I like that line specifically no, for the character. No, it, it would have been funny if it was literally Drax. Right, but then it's just a carbon copy of Drax. That's not who he is. He's not stupid. He, he's just <laughs> well, no. A but little... I could totally. See, but I. But with the character that we've been presented so far, like throughout the movie, how like silly and kind of um, not necessarily quick on the uptake as he is, I can totally see him just like oh, I'm this, out. This is the thing. If okay, if you've seen Suicide Squad and or listen to our review of Suicide Squad, go look up. There's a guy on YouTube, his YouTube channel is called Foldable Human. He did a great breakdown of that movie. And he did a great breakdown of a part at the climax of the movie that is very similar to this. And I, I have to wonder if this is just David Ayer's thing. But like in that movie, they have thoroughly established that the bad chick, her heart needs to be out and then they can kill her. And literally, we watch someone cut her heart out and then the movie stops goes to different characters and goes, hey, her heart's out. Now we can finish this. <laughs> and it's exactly what happens here. They stop the entire movie. I guess they're trying to think this should be a joke, but it really doesn't fit as a joke. It's just emblematic of the horrible editing in this movie. I wonder if David Ayer just can't handle, like, high fantasy like comical fiction and by comical i mean like comic book like right like like goofy shit on paper like superheroes like i love superheroes but it's kind of goofy shit people who yeah. can fly like that's yeah. goofy shit I, I a talented filmmaker who knows how to both respect that and play with that in a fun way can tell that story without breaking the fourth wall but it seems like all the david Ayer movies that are good which as far as I know, is two of them, which is Training Day, which I haven't really even seen all of Training Day, and uh, Fury, which I actually really liked. 
those movies are pretty low key. Like one's just a bunch of dudes and a tank in World War Two, and the, the other, other one's a couple cops in a car. Yeah, yeah, yeah it, like it's not complicated. There's no like world building or lore that you need to know as you experience the story. You kind of know everything you need to know going in. You know, there's a war, cops on the street. Like it, it's those types of stories. Once you add even a sliver of like, hey, so like this, this says. Powers. David Ayer is like, all right, I gotta make sure that I over-explain this <laughs> because I kind of want to make sure I get it. That's what it feels like. It's not even just that though, but like, like I get where you're coming from with that, but just the editing in this. Oh, the editing's is also terrible. Editing is horrible. bad. Like, not as bad as Suicide Squad. I still think Suicide Squad was the bottom tier edited movie. I, this is I agree slightly with you. above that. It's it's a step up, but it's because like there's a whole step sequences up. that 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 are good like there are sequences that are like all right that that, that was fine you know just like, like none of the fight scenes or any of the action scenes but there's moments when they're just talking to each other where it goes back and forth on a conversation and i'm like okay i'm following i, I see mean what's going on here. basically and that is a step up from suicide squad just True. throwing that yeah, out there that's fair but the movie it i feel like <laughs> i want to say that if this movie took itself less seriously i think i would have liked it a lot more because it's less serious moments are by far the best moments of the movie well, but I, i'm a little worried that in another timeline they'd made that and it was just like suicide squad and i definitely don't want that well to be fair suicide squad also took itself way too seriously so that, that that's true maybe, that's true maybe you're onto something with taking it less seriously what know. were you gonna say binge well no i just think like what it seems like to me is that david Ayer, when there's some sort of spectacle that needs to happen that's where he is failing in this movie. If it's like it just in moments, like the the whole conversation, like with the both of them in the ba uh, in the bathroom, or just any like thing where they're just talking to each other in the car, or just any just most of the dialogue, all that is really good. I I, th I mean I mean maybe not the dialogue itself, but how it's like kind of paced with if it's just if it didn't involve. The, all of those huge action sequences then with the exposition dumps like this could be a there, serviceable movie there are definitely pieces of this movie that could be in a good movie <laughs> if that makes sense the, the like, first few scenes were where will smith and jacoby are talking we're, like we're in the car to the characters like that like, other than the fact that they go good. on way too long no the first few are, are pretty good like when they're having the banter in the car on their first real if drive in the movie well, no, that no, was like, pretty no, funny i literally thought this was going on too long and i did not realize that i would think that about every scene in this movie well no i i feel that if they if if the movie would have been more of that this would be a better movie i, I do and agree it, if there um, was more of that that you know if this felt more buddy cop and less high fantasy buddy cop well, well i no. no that sounds awesome no. well, here's, the thing. here's the cop. here's the thing what i was really into when i heard about this movie is that it was a pseudo fantasy world where an orc and will smith are buddy cops and they're going on some sort of crime-based adventure that sounds great my problem with this movie conceptually is it feels more in love with shoehorning in as many fantasy random shit as possible yes. as opposed to just being a good buddy cop movie i do agree at its with that, core, yeah. that's what it is supposed to be with the framework of the story but like throwing in a, a dumb like fairy gag literally seeing dragons flying like that's and fine. all this, I, that's I'm okay fine with if, the, that, if, if it's if we don't get the the it full, was distracting it was like, distracting it didn't matter i'm gonna you know? give you that it, it is definitely distracting but the the real sin for me is when we get to this like there's a prophecy and there's like this cult that is gonna destroy the entire world they're bringing back i guess satan the dark lord <laughs> it's, the, it's the whole story though yeah like but the like, whole story's bedrock is that tropey dark lordy shit and i would have honestly it sounds more interesting to me to have a fantasy world where orcs also have drug rings and there, yeah, there's there's little flavorful things like orcs are super strong i just want to see that that sounds great yeah you know definitely. and not to say that a super high fantasy world buddy cop movie couldn't work, but this movie, it feels like 
nothing happens twice, right? Like we get introduced to all these random ideas in this fantasy world. Like, like, uh, like at one point they're like, oh, orcs are super strong. We literally see an orc lift up a car. I would have loved to have a pivotal scene where Jacoby has to do something super strong to advance the plot forward later and in the movie. And maybe that could go along with how he gets blooded. Yes, exactly. Like, <laughs> you know, but, you know, the, the crazy thing to me about this is that I feel like this movie is the movie we kind of wanted up until the moment when uh, Will Smith shoots all the other cops. I feel like that's the moment where it really shifted hard from, okay, this is going to be a buddy cop movie, a really gritty one, to, okay, we're going full on, full high fantasy, and we're not going to explain anything anymore. And it's well, not I even think, like I the high fantasy is that clever either. Like, yeah. oh, wow, the elves are super acrobatic and they're beautiful and, like, they're super snooty. Haven't seen that before. Orcs listen I mean, to black metal. How predictable. This is that was, like, I don't that mind that. Funny, it was not that funny. It, it, was, it was funny when he turned it on. It was like, oh, this is a wonderful love, love song. Yeah, that, that was funny. Yes. But, but like, it, it's just – it's everything. Like, yeah. everything felt like the most, like – common possible That's interpretation. That's the thing. If they could have gone with that as like the broad strokes idea and then violated your expectations with that, I think it would have been really funny. Like if we just see one random elf, like they're in the mosh pit with all the orcs, there's just one elf in there just rocking out hard. I think that might have worked if which, they just sprinkled things like that in there. Speaking but, of which, like I've gone to shows like that. If a cop is in the middle of the mosh pit with a 12-gauge shotgun – I don't care how hard you think you are. That mosh pit's over. <laughs> Everyone's leaving. Like, the party is done. The band yeah. will put down their instruments and leave the room. They're like, no we're one. not going to encourage this mosh pit anymore because there is a cop with a shotgun. That, that guy looks has a angry. shotgun. He has a bad day face on. <laughs> this movie is so like there are so many good moments, but it's weight pulled the, down. This so is the many. Thing. I no, I really, I really. This is the thing. I yes. I want another movie in this world. I honestly do. I think that there is not enough, this world. I don't I want, want a concept like no, no. this again. I want I want this world. I like the stuff that I'm seeing here. Like there's a lot of stuff here that okay. Let me put it this way. I want a Marvel Universe type thing in this world where we just get a whole bunch of different kinds of movies that just happen to be set in normal world but with fantasy stuff in it. And what I really want is other people directing in it because I've looked it up. There's <laughs> he's already got a like Netflix has greenlit a sequel. He's writing. He's directing. David Ayer is, and that oh. is the that is no. No, don't let him do this. He's already screwed up Suicide Squad. He's already screwed up this movie horribly. Like, I don't... Ugh. Okay. I he's want he's more. starting to Zack Snyder really hard. And I like, he, he's really... He showed early premise. Like, he's Shyamalan-ing. Oh, well, even Shyamalan redeemed himself, though. Maybe yeah, Snyder maybe, maybe. and Ayer can redeem themselves. Maybe. Well, I think he's Bayhamming, except without the actual... Uh, Ability to make a good... Well, the, so he's going to mostly make predominantly terrible movies, but once a decade make a good movie? Yeah, maybe. Okay. That, Hopefully. that sounds way worse. <laughs> I, no, but I, that's, that's what I'm saying. It's, it's, it's based off of action sequences that don't really make any sense, and it's not going to be a really that good of a movie. The, it's going to take really good con concept, but then it's just going to fall apart. I think apart. the action sequences make sense. I just think they're constructed horribly. Yes. Like they are yes. it is the action scenes are absolutely the fault of David Ayer. In my in my eye based on what I'm seeing cuz everything about them completely lacks kineticism to me. I'm completely it's uninvested. How little impact the action scenes have. The sound design is terrible. <laughs> and, and you don't even think like, about how important that is until you see it fail horribly. Like it's sort of like editing when when there's good editing when there's really good music in a lot of movies you, you don't, don't notice. notice them like you have to know what you're looking for and how to how to spot it and pick it up but in this movie both of those things fail on such a level that it's just painfully obvious it, it yeah, is it, it, the it, editing and the sound design destroyed almost every single action scene in this movie yeah like the edit editing and sound design are the things that you want to never talk about a movie because if you talk about them you know it's bad people if it's, aren't if louder it's, if than it's gunshots good, yeah if, <laughs> if it's if it's good you don't notice it but if it's bad it ruins the movie yeah absolutely uh. it, it is a, a great example for why every department in a production like this totally matters 
Uh, and I'll, I'll reverse back a bit to say that, like, I still think that the performances, like, if you can just strip down what the actors are doing from our protagonists, are overall really good. I think, I think Will Smith is a jerk character, but he's playing his he, role. He definitely great. he brings it. I'm a, I'm really impressed with uh, what's what's the other guy's name? Joel Edgerton. He I'm did really great. impressed with him, especially. MVP acting through all that makeup like that mm -hmm. is straight up impressive he straight did a very good job straight I up think the mvp that, i think he's a little bit bland as a character but i don't think that's the actor's fault i like, think he's the best character well he is but that's because i hate literally everyone else except will smith and i only hate will smith like 50 percent of the time i was so bummed that like he didn't end up being the bright because I feel like that yeah. would have been a much more interesting movie. Make Will Smith, if you're going to have the prophecy in there, make Will Smith the one who gets rezzed. Make him the bright. Because for orcs, that's something that would that we know off the gate from the beginning of the movie. That's something that would really change everyone's perception of orcs. Right? Because brights are supposed to be this super powerful you magic know, user. Yeah, right? like they, they defeated the Dark Lord forever ago. If he gets to be have that title, that changes everything. You know? Mm -hmm. Especially if he can't go around bragging about it too, like it's really to be wish like they a had, secret. They had just like really pulled back and toned down on the. I'm going to directly explain this thing that is essentially like the Jesus myth of this universe, and literally everyone would know everything about it, so no one would ever have to explain this. But I'm going to do it anyway. Like it, it, it felt to me like it was a complete shock and surprise that this existed at all in this universe. Because I don't remember any foreshadowing for this prophecy about— a, I don't even—where did they hear a prophecy? Well, like, the crazy guy in the very beginning of the movie. Okay, he so he counts as a prophet? A prophet. <laughs> he oh, tells shit, them, he does. He, yeah, but we don't ever hear what the prophecy is, do we? Well, yes, that um, he, basi he basically tells him, is like, you're special. No, no, I get and, that. Like he, he is I, going to I, I be bright. I get that he's like, you guys are in a prophecy, but do we hear the words of the actual prophecy in the movie? I— Here's what I would have liked more. <laughs> and that's a horrible problem. Here, that's all I'm saying. Here's what I would have well, liked more. Like the, ro the raving madman, once he starts ranting about how, like, Will Smith is blessed and, like, the orc is destined for things, it feels a little heavy-handed. Like, you kind of know it's going to come back again, <laughs> but it was it was super early in the movie, and this doesn't come back again until super late in the movie, so I forgot about it. It's true. But, but if on rewatches I watched this scene, and at first I just thought that was literally a random hobo, and there was some funny bit that happened there that made the sequence worthy of being in the story i could go back and be like oh shit like that random homeless dude was actually an actual prophet that would have been more interesting to me but it feels like like everything else in this movie has to over explain itself and it doesn't b trust its audience to be smart enough to pick up on little things like that Yeah, like because we get <laughs> like, we get that. like i didn't you know like, <laughs> i'm I, out on this on this on this viewing <laughs> well like we get we get an exposition well i i like them showing us in the opening sequence kind of doing the world building where we like the opening credit sequence where we see like okay orcs are kind of like the lower class citizens humans are you know can be <laughs> everywhere but elves by far are you know upper class i like i like that we are shown that i don't like that the elves are in this movie I, at all. Okay, this is They're the thing. terrible. They feel like vampires. They feel like stereotypical movie vampires because they just do this, like, I'm never going to blink. I just kind of stare at you weird and all that. Like, if they felt like just really pretty people, that might work, I think. But the thing is, they feel so alien that it's hard for me to believe that they are at the top of this, like, food chain, I Very guess. Very pretty normal people. Yeah, exactly. But all of them are just super, like, yeah, like I, they got suits and they they like they they like they chin put their chin up at everything and like it just well, feels I mean, we're gonna... way I I feel like that is an obnoxious like it's like I said earlier it's the easiest stab at that trope possible mm -hmm. you know I'm more interested in this world where the races just all live together yeah exactly and there's, like I don't care about this these political dynamics here here's a version that. From another fantasy series that I like that I think did it a little more interesting. Uh, have you guys played the Witcher games? Yeah. I was I actually really surprised how they handled elves in that game because elves are often lower class citizens. 
And that was a surprise to me. I yeah. was like, really? Like, and humans are the most popular and are the richest. And that, that they, they do you know, similar things in the Dragon Age game. Yeah. Yeah. In the Dragon Age game, too, you can be like, if you're a wood elf, you're, you're, you're a recluse from society. And if you're a city elf, you're rejected by the wood elves. And in the city, everyone looks down on you because there's no one else like you there. That, that, that may, that's so much more interesting to me mm -hmm. and even in a classic where these tropes were designed like lord of the rings i i'm convinced to believe in how amazing these elves look because they literally like they i believe when glorfindel shows up in fellowship in the book it describes it in such glamorous detail that it's like you're looking at the sun when they show up that's the type of reverence that would earn this sort of esteemed view of elves but just Oh, they're uppity, so hoity-toity. That's yeah. so boring. They're like, uppity, that's so upper-class aliens, and that's the thing mm. that throws me off about this. Because like the orcs, I mean, I don't. It's pretty clear what they're what they're going for here. The orcs are just black people. Like that's the only difference about it. Like, and if I I think if the elves just felt like they're uppity white people, I think I could go along with the world that's being created here. But because the elves are so otherworldly. It pushes me out of that and and makes me like not understand how they're at the top of the class and not like this separate people that everyone hates. Because the instant I saw every single elf in this movie, I'm like, I hate you. I cannot mm -hmm. stand your existence. The only exception is uh, Tika or whatever her name is, the the girl. Tika, yes. Yeah, um, like she feels like a normal person in it once she gets past her like crazy person thing that she's doing for the first she half was, of the movie for no reason she was basically diet mila jovovich from the fifth element <laughs> she's literally doing all the same shit like oh, i mean little 10 words and i'm just gonna flail around and I'm, I'm important to the end of the movie but then at the end of the movie she starts being a normal person like she just has normal ish converse normal ish, -ish conversations yeah and which makes me go like, why were you acting like a cracked out crazy person at the beginning of the movie? Or I, this has rarely worked for me. A character that can speak English, but just chooses not to until the third act. Yeah. That, 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 that almost that never very works. Very rarely. The is only one that I can think of is the little girl in Logan. And this is not that good. <laughs> well, but she just refuses to speak period. Exactly. Which lets you imply what you want there. Yeah. But no, like I, there's just so many problems with this movie. Like they, we don't need to have the interrogation scene with the crazy person where it's an exposition dump of who the Inferni are and what's going on. Oh, and, yeah. Who did? It mattering. We don't need to know. I mean, like, it did. Like, that's what they were doing. Barely. Like, it just, barely mattered. Like, it, it, literally, we, if it was completely cut out, I wouldn't have given a shit. Like, Honestly. We, I mean, really I don't give a to... shit because it's when it's in there. Like, it just didn't make any sense. That's the problem. Like, they didn't sell any of it. They didn't make any of it work with the movie. You know, this exposition dump was technically given to us twice. Once when those people were like, what is this shine? You know, oh, the Inferno are about. Let's but go also, get them. We're, we're, then we're... later, we run into them again, and it's either the girl or the orc is like, oh, Inferni. Yeah. They're bad. That's all we need to know. Yeah. You know, the rest can be peppered and flavored Honestly, in. if they just gave us the impression, okay, this I laughed at this line, and I laughed really hard at it, but if they had, like, just given the line, no, the Inferni got rid of the Illuminati, like, 100 years ago. That, I actually thought that was kind of funny. That yeah. tells you everything that you really could know. You can imply a lot of the rest of it and let us fill in the blanks there, but because they're giving us more information than we really need it just raises more questions and when it ends up just being going nowhere sort of at the end you're just left like what am i watching the movie well, no, li literally I, I wrote this down this is my literal hot take on the whole movie the movie does a great job of constantly reminding me what is going on while simultaneously losing me immediately. <laughs> yeah. I, I will, they will explain something, and in the middle of the sentence, I'll just be like, am I dumb? It's like, like do, do I not know words? It's like the end of the movie where uh, where he Jacoby is taking Will Smith out of the burning building, and then he stumbles out of the burning building alone, and you're like, "Where's Where's Will Smith?" And you don't you missed whatever moment happened where they like where he they got separated inside, and he has to run back in to get him. I mean, I missed it. I don't understand it right now. Like they <laughs> that, they that were walking scene... out together. Let's rebuild this. They were walking out together. Will Smith that... leaves alone, and then 
He turns around and runs back in and, he's and like, sees a hand, but he can't get through the fence <laughs> and then they're fine. No, no. And that then, was the no, scene. No, that's the thing. You missed a, a vital part where he's like shaking on the thing saying, Will Smith's name, whatever you are. Yeah, yeah. And then he, he can't get and then through the There's fence. a long take of, of the, the building of the burning building down, burning. implying that they are just dead in there. And then they're not, which could have just been all cut because they we already even... saw them, like, walk out of there. You could have just gone straight to they're trying to get out, long take of them being in there, and then they stumble out. That's... They didn't even leave. We oh. just cut to them on the ground outside. Like <laughs> no, they, they stumble out. Like, they... you see them stumble I don't... out. You do. Did we? Yeah. Yes. Whatever. It's <laughs> stupid. <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> well... Do we want to try to go through this by plot points? It's or... way too late for that. It's okay. so I, I know boring. it's I know it's super. Don't super watch late. it. <laughs> well, I just no. Totally watch this no! and laugh at it. It is not good enough. It's Honestly, not. it's not. It, it is not the room. It's not Sharknado. It's not. I, I would rather watch this. Most Sharknado, of, most <laughs> most of Bayhem, I think, at least as good as this. And if you wa listen to our reviews, like. That's not a positive. Uh, like, I would rather watch... Let's see. Let me break it down. I'd rather watch the first Transformers. I would rather watch... Uh, I'd rather watch Bad Boys 2. I'd probably rather watch Bad Boys 1. I hated Bad Boys 1. But Bad Boys 1 was s more stupid and more funny more often. This movie takes itself too seriously, too often, to no effect. It is dumb. You can't even if you got really drunk. I find it hard to believe you'd have a great time watching this. You know honestly, well, you know the thing though is like when I looked this up, the the Google how many people liked this. It was at like ninety percent. Like really, the the users enjoyed this thing. That's hard I, to believe. Let's see. Let me find like, it. Real it's quick. not. Well, then again, the last jet I got fifty percent. So I don't know what world I'm living in. Exactly. Anymore. Like so. <laughs> like I, I, I give that no clout. <laughs> I honestly, I I'm gonna be honest. I enjoyed this movie. But there are like, many. Ironically, though, right? Uh, Come on, Ben. No, there. No, there are things in this movie that I enjoyed. Of well, we've all admitted that. But it's just like. But I didn't enjoy it. It's not something that I would want to go back or be like, oh, you need to see this movie. I again, I give that no clout. <laughs> I give ninety three percent no clout. <laughs> like, but, <laughs> there are people that are that go to to will to to Michael Bay movies. Like uh, this, there's. Okay. Like I said, this is no a clout. terrible movie. This is a terrible movie on a myriad of levels. But there are things to enjoy here. And I can definitely see people, not me, I'm never going to watch this movie again, but I can see people enjoying it. So, like, check out 20 minutes and this is, this, uh, okay, uh, this is what I'll say. Start watching the movie and when you want to turn it off, just go ahead. Like, I mean, I mean that's my that's my hot take of every movie for everyone. <laughs> uh, Starting if you don't I like mean, it, don't watch it. There's a lot of movies that I would have stopped a long time ago. But here's the thing: this movie's most fun, like con like from minute to minute, like is the last act for me because of its stupidity, because of how bad it gets and how laughable it is. The first 20 minutes shows the most promise. But it it's only downhill from there in terms of actual quality of the yeah. movie. I, yeah, it, the, it's the, like the, you said, the first few minutes, like we're we're just like you know in the middle of the world and just dealing with banter and cop stuff. It's that, when it, it just jumps the shark so hard. Like the second act ruins this movie because it's like we, we don't need to get this exposition dump about who the Inferni are. We just like they they're just a like a rogue. Like ter like a rogue group of elves that are trying to take over the world. That's all we need to know. We don't need to know anything about this prophecy or the Dark Lord or anything like that. Like we don't need to know who who are the Shield of Light. We don't know. It doesn't matter. Don't care. I mean, the other thing is just that the pacing of this movie is incredibly bad. Like I think honestly, if you, you they really should have just taken out the whole orcs capture them subplot. Because, like, that was important, but it felt like a it different movie. It felt like movie. the third or fourth time uh, that they've get, been captured. And at that, that point, that it doesn't was, matter. That, are you this talking is, about with the antler? Yeah. Chair? Honestly, like, th honestly, that was probably my favorite sequence. I'm, I'm not like, – like, okay, any of these things can be good on their own. It's just it felt like it was useless to this movie. Like, yeah, I guess they needed it so he she could bring him back from the dead, which would mean, oh, now they have to go back to that house. Like, it's important, like, in the plot point sense of things. But the thing of it is, is just that it feels like the climax to a different movie. 
Like, it feels like they had that weird climax there. It feels like they had a weird climax in the beginning of the movie when uh, Will Smith decided to shoot all the dirty cops. Mm-hmm. They have another climax at the end of the movie with the Illuminati people. Pick a movie and do that one movie. Yeah, like, but we, we also don't need to get four sequences where they get captured or semi-captured by somebody either. They get captured by the Mexican gang. They get captured, essentially captured by the Inferni. They get captured by the Orcs. They get captured by Rich Rodriguez. I mean, I'm okay with like, that thing from it, the perspective of like, it's sort of like the- A the cat movie. and mouse story's fine. Yeah, like the, like the story of the movie, the, the, have you, if you've seen The Warriors, that's sort of what that what they were going for reminded me of, of like these, these people trying to get across town and they keep getting ambushed by all these different groups. And if we had felt like there was a consistent, like, okay, this is where they are trying to get from the beginning. Like, if they'd been transporting that girl at the beginning and gotten, like, blown up, and they were like, okay, we just need to get her to this house for whatever reason. And that's the whole movie. I think it works works a lot better. The biggest problem for me with this movie, I guess, is that it is too sprawling. They are trying mm-hmm. to tell too many stories at once, and they're failing I to tell any of them agree well. With that. Yeah, definitely and they, they, they keep trying to tell us everything. And they, we get we hear over and over again what happened with the orcs two thousand years ago. We get three at least three times where they explain the whole story, and we don't like we. Just but need... we still. What's crazy is we still don't get enough. Right, like, because the prophecy later hits us like what? like a fl- like a gnat. It's just like oh that what that's a thing. Like oh, we don't get uh, enough of any of these one plot lines to make a full story out of. Yeah, and then, but and we're still left with things. We're like, what is going on here? Like at the end of the movie, where Tika is like being cov- like her veins are turning black. We don't get an explanation to that, but we but we know and heard eight different times about what happened two thousand years ago. That doesn't really matter right now. And I mean, now. like I thought that was just okay. She used magic and it hurt her, but then Will Smith uses magic and he's not like veiny and dying. So yeah, it, it doesn't it make doesn't any sense. Seem like like there's an anchor to these moments, right? Like usually, like if Will Smith hadn't have ever used the wand, right? The anchor is just it doesn't matter how it works. The important yeah, thing is that go... she needs to get to a hospital. Yeah. That's the plot point. It's that the movie, like you said, there's just so much going on. It's super muddled. And I agree that we just needed a few plot points. One of the plot points that I liked, I didn't think it was executed perfectly, but I genuinely liked it, was how, again, I mentioned things happen twice. We have the beginning of the movie where we have set up how Will Smith got shot, which is also stupid. I want to dissect that scene. but And he, how it the comes back is so dumb. No, I, I actually liked it. I thought that it was executed pretty tamely and was not very hard-hitting. But honestly, that was the closest thing to a satisfying payoff that I feel we got in this movie. I agree it was it, the it closest was, thing. It was just also crap. Like, sure, sure. <laughs> but if that's crap, then the movie's dumb. You know what I mean? Like, it's so it, dumb. It, but like... Like, okay. everything about these scenes and even the way they're blocked is ridiculous. First scene of the movie, Will Smith and this orc are out on the town. The orc's buying a burrito. Haha, <laughs> burritos. That's funny. Will Smith gets shot while he's playing on his phone. Later, of course, what does he do? He gives Jacoby crap for not having his back for getting shot at while he was on his phone. Which it's not clear at the time. It feels like that's what the issue is. That he, is that he that Jacoby somehow let him get shot. But what the actual problem that the movie eventually delivers to us is that Jacoby let the guy go. Which, if that had been clear from the beginning, would have made a lot more sense later on. Like, and that's sort of the the terrible storytelling that we have going on here. We're just given confusing information, and when it's finally paid off, it's like, oh, was that it? That okay, fine. Why did we make need, it go this way then? Twists need to be a lot more impactful, and I feel like if we had all the information <laughs> and we just experienced the world through Jacoby, that that's a lot more interesting. Because I'd rather see why everyone treats him like shit, why he com- feels compelled to be good in spite of that, and I'd like to see all of that. After he does something genuinely, at least repentant, I wouldn't say good because he did not save a life. He started beating up a random stranger, realized it was the wrong person, and then helps them escape because he felt bad. No, he did save his life. Like, no, he, he, he grabbed wasn't. the guy and realized it was the wrong guy. He didn't like beat the crap out of him. He just grabbed the kid and was like, oh, you're not the kid. Oh crap! He wasn't cops gonna get are gonna shot come for tagging. The kid was gonna get shot no, because no. Kid someone. Was, no, the reason yeah. why he let him go is because. The cops would have killed him 
for shooting, even though they didn't Cops, know. I find that doubtful. Why? Uh, no, no. In this world, orcs are like, you kill all of them on sight. Like, I don't doubt that well, for a well, second. Why is Jacobi not is, shot? <laughs> because he's a cop. That's the only reason. Like, why and they literally is a subplot about them trying to kill him in this movie. The, why are there any orcs? Why aren't they all? They're walking I don't around know. the streets fine. He, I they're, don't know. they're just going to shoot no. him because he's no. in an because, alley? No, no because Chris, he matches there is a guy who matches the description of the guy who just shot a cop in this thing. There are cops showing up. They are going to just straight up kill this guy. So you guys believe the plot as the movie presents it to us, where when the cops show up, they will shoot any orc there. No, they that will orc shoot the that orc matches that the matches exact the description. description of the guy that shot Will Smith. That's what's going to happen. They didn't even look the same. We see we what they look like. Yes, we do. Okay. We get a full wait, wait, frontal wait. of what they look like. What does that matter to the cops who didn't see Will Smith get shot? Whatever. They just it's have a stupid. description of him. It's stupid. No, I, I don't buy that he saved a life. I buy that he made a mistake by going down the wrong alleyway, and he just helped he him get away. I don't. I, I would not life. call like, that, that is saving ridiculous. a life. No. Yeah, he did. Like, Whatever. It's, anyway, it's not... the stupid part is when he comes back into the movie and is like, I can't shoot this orc. He's the one that saved me. No. And then his dad is like, okay, go home. I'll take care of this and just shoot him. Okay, that's him. dumb. That, that's that, 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 so dumb. He should have been like, you know what? You saved my kid's life. You I'll get, let you go. You got 30 minutes. And then minutes. moved on and shot Will Smith. Or, or just say, like, either do that or say, you guys have 30 minutes to get out. Yeah, and, something and, like or, that. And I will. That would have been better. Like, but that he's literally like, okay, go home. Bang. Bang. I genuinely like that it comes back. I just I'm fine wish... with it coming back. It just the payoff, what it comes back to do is so dumb. The, the aftermath of the payoff I thought was stupid because it rendered the payoff not no. like weighted It doesn't at matter. All. It, doesn't it literally matter. doesn't matter. Because and they, it, it, they just, the whole thing could have been cut. And it's inconsequential to the whole story. And, and it literally, like that whole that whole scene with without like, oh well, he saved the kid's life. It doesn't matter because if he just lied and said, oh, I lost him in the crowd, no problem necessary. Exactly. Like this, th that's really all that needed to happen. Like it wasn't clear that like the kid was getting away. Cops didn't see that happen. All he had to say is, I thought he went down this alley. I guess I missed him in the crowd. And, Done. And. The Okay, but the, on, on the subject of plot points that come back and don't make sense to me at all. So during this thing when he's about to shoot him, because he didn't break when he was getting tortured and tell him about the wand, the orc is like, you should have been blooded, and then shoots him. And then later in the movie, these guys show up at the crime scene where like the house blew up, and they're like, all right, you came out of the, the burning house. Cut my hand. You're blooded now. Yay. What? Why was that there? It, Did they follow them? Were they watching what happened? Do they know what happened in that the in that room? Or are they just like, oh, he walked out of a burning building with that guy we tried to murder? I literally think that's Cut. it. Yay. I, I literally think that's the answer. It's well, so dumb. I mean, well, no, they let them go after the girl uses the wand which and uses why magic. did they let him go is there because someone... he answered the prophecy which is bullshit not do... given to us until then why do they know about the prophecy what it's i it's guess everyone it, it sounds it sounds then why don't the... we know the prophecy uh, great what question. is the prophecy great Some question orcs are gonna shoot a guy for no reason and then a chick's gonna bring him back to life yes that that is exactly <laughs> the prophecy verbatim it is as dumb as it sounds it was a horrible idea it, it was Ugh, unbelievably can we, bad. Can we just go ahead and get, a, get onto our ratings in this movie? There's just so much to talk about. Like, there, it's there really, so bad. There really is. There's, like, there's we don't... so, like, everything about this movie is stupid. One of my least favorite things was that bullshit suit elf doing terrible-looking acrobatics throughout the entire fucking movie. It is so painfully obvious that he's just literally being suspended on wires to do cartwheels in the air. This is the thing. Well, it looks I, so I, fake. I don't mind wire foo in movies. I really don't. There's sometimes where it can really work and be really interesting. In the and Matrix, it's great. And it, can, and it can convey some really interesting, these guys are more powerful than humans or can do things that normal humans can agile whatever yeah whatever it is about the staging of this movie he looks makes like a cheerleader looks silly it yeah so much of it just looks hilarious like there's a scene later in the movie where this chick jumps off of the, the this top of this tall thing and then lands and does this like superhero crouch pose and it's so poorly put together that it just robs the moment of all impact and that's true of everything the elves do i feel like in this movie and well, not and just the elves remember poison when he has oh, that uh, Tokyo Drift moment. 
that was that was funny, and I give the movie points for putting. You give something it points re- for that. For well, you, you give it points for a wheelchair. Not like skin. a full star, but I give it like because because at that point I'm still a in full the turd. <laughs> <laughs> no, like I'm still in the movie for it being more so like a like a cop drama. I'm still in in that kind of mode, and as soon like a fantasy cop drama. But as soon as like they start. Like if everything there had been goes a lot down more of that, I would have liked the movie a lot more. Honestly, yeah. yeah. If, if it again, I I don't want to keep tooting the same horn, but if it took itself way less seriously, I would have had a better time. And I think there's a way to do that and genuinely like do it with respect to the craft. You know, use storytelling to your advantage. Use the cinematic language to, to your advantage. Be silly and stupid and ridiculous. Like, you know, that. Well, I mean, either way would work fine. It's just that this middle path doesn't work. They you, are not. You he's can't not managing. It. He's not managing to, to juggle the tone here nearly as well as you would need to to make that work. Because it's very so lighthearted at the very. Like, it seems seems for the most part like lighthearted at the beginning I, I, like, as far as like kind of like them bickering I back and I wouldn't forth, use the word but lighthearted but I know what you mean they don't like it doesn't feel like super serious like a super duper I mean it feels like they're full on going like hey this is what racism is actually like guys but but the but the like I guess the some of the dialogue between our main characters seems to be a little bit buddy-ish and they do that at the end at of the, the beginning movie. a it, little it bit feel, at the beginning oh absolutely it I, feels very elbowing the ribs to me in, I the, don't, in the beginning like, of the movie if it's elbowing the ribs it's like trying to break those ribs like there is that whole conversation between will smith and jacoby at the beginning of the movie where he's driving his car driving them to work that does not feel buddy buddy to me that feels like will smith is full-on trying to like break this guy down he hates this guy but it's also funny it's like, not though. It's awkward. It's like when someone is full on ripping on someone no. that has done nothing to deserve it. That's what I get that whole well, time. That's one hundred percent what it is. And that's not funny. But, that's but, like but they're really doing it brutal. in a witty way. In Jacoby's jabbing back at him in a witty way it is too. Witty? No. Yeah, it's, it's funny. Not. It's, it is. It's, it's not. Binge. That's I, why I'm, you brought it up. Yeah. It's. I. I feel the same way Chris does, and it, they do that at the end of the movie as well. Well, by the end of the movie, I feel differently about the situation because they have established that they have m- established this bond between them. But that bond is not present at the beginning of the movie. It's just Will Smith, one hundred percent ripping into this guy, and it's it's put next to this situation of extreme awkwardness because it's clear that Will Smith hates him for having letting him get shot, or at least that's what we're led to believe. There. It's actually this other situation, but still, like well, there's I mean, a lot we, of real tense, heavy stuff going on for me to get like buddy buddy here. Listen, that ninety eight percent of the way you'd put it, I'd one hundred percent agree. I just think it's also funny. I think that the movie itself, not the characters. I don't think the characters know they're being funny, but the movie presents it like it's comical. And uh, I, I thought it so, was man, comical. I, I felt like he was one step away from like using whatever the orcish version of the N word is in that situation, and from it from from real from, not good. From later on in the movie, I'm I feel that that's pig face. <laughs> I think yeah, yeah that's, that's, that's definitely times. what the word. Pig yeah, face definitely is. is. Yeah. Like, but but, but like because I I feel like Will Smith, at least, somewhat has his back. In the fact that he doesn't want to get him fired, he's like, I, I, I don't want to be in the same car as this guy, but he doesn't deserve. I mean, to he lose literally his job. defends him later in the movie. Me, he's like, listen, I'm not a snitch. I don't like the guy. I don't want to be in no, a car no, with him, but thing. I'm not going to He's turn not. Him in. He's not a snitch. This isn't about Jacoby. This is about saying like, I'm not going to turn on a fellow cop because then every well, no, other in cop the in this room. apartment is going to know that. Like he's 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 got to walk that line of that may I, be fair. I can't. I can't. I can't throw him aside. I don't want to be on his side either, though. So he can't. He can't full on just throw the guy to the curb because then all of his cop buddies are going to be like, "Hey, you threw one of us to the curb." But he also can't be on his side because literally everyone in this place is horrifyingly KKK level racist against this guy. And he does take the recorder, but I think what redeems it is Jacoby's responses seem the to recorder. consistently be lighthearted. Did that ever come back? No. <laughs> so many things don't ever come back in this movie. Like of the things that you like that say, "Oh, well, this is the thing that." Comes back this is something that should come back it definitely this, should it there should have been a should. moment where he has like okay this movie should have stuck with this is just training day and there's no like giant fantastical into the world plot it should have just been training day and the plot Absolutely. level at the end of it you know he's got a recording that explains oh he found the guy and he just let that kid go 
you know what? I've got the recording. I'm throwing it away. I he thought he the, saved my life. I thought the other or, cops were going to be the villains, and the recording was going to be the evidence. That would have been you. great. That, that would have been a great been movie. So much I'm, better. To I would. Yeah. So we much don't more need low to key. Have, like we we don't need to necessarily have the federal agents and everything else. We just need them to get like point A to point B and figure it out and get or at least have the federal agents but them not be some sort of super serious possibly bad and guys remember, remember when the the dumb sephiroth looking elf was like i've been hunting this lady for years completely unimportant information they never yeah. even encounter each other in this no, movie never see each other <laughs> will smith just kills her yes we don't even yes. get like uh Va no not just kills her vaporizes they just her they, they forget about it i guess it, oh it's my just ridiculous God. like there's so many random so much random bullshit that you keep expecting it to lead to something satisfying and it doesn't it is this is a horrible story it is a neat idea that is the most praise I will give to the general thing that is this movie, other than uh, Jacoby. I genuinely like Jacoby. I think he's funny. I like him on screen. He's a cool guy. He's a cool character. I, I like, and I also I like Will Smith and how his I mean, his character is the most likable person. I don't like his I don't like his necessarily his character, but I like what his character has to go through throughout the movie. I just kind of wish a lot of those things were Jacoby's story. And that Will Smith's whole thing was just that he learns to trust orcs. Or this orc, anyway. You know, like, I I, I think the, the simpler it is, the better. You know, I, I'm i a big fan of movies that take place in one location. Literally. I, I love movies that are simple. I love movies that have a finite cast of characters that just nails doing one thing. The, the whole movie's one thing, right? This movie feels like it's 50 things. You want a bottle episode of a movie. Uh, kind of like I, I, mean, I that love, could work. That it, could work. My, my favorite day it works. Yeah, I mean my Fury favorite. Works. My Fury is a great example because it's almost exclusively inside of one tank. Inside Granted, the tank moves right around, tank. but yeah, the movie take primarily revolves just around the tank, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, like my favorite Tarantino movies, Reservoir Dogs. It's almost all in that <laughs> warehouse with a few very small, extraneous scenes. You know, I really rarely like movies that are all over the place. Like, I think that's a big reason why Age of Ultron is a little flat for a lot of people because it, it jumps around all the time. It travels the world seemingly for the sake of traveling the world. That stuff's not fun. We, it's not fun to get this subplot with this elf has been haunting this other elf just because if there's no substantial reason for that to be in the story. It's completely extraneous. Yeah, it might make the world seem bigger, but it also makes the world seem boring. It makes it seem peaceful. or convoluted, and we yes. don't like we don't need all this extra stuff. There are so many threads that reach out in eighteen different like eighteen different paths that we never even like talk about. But it's like okay, which ones of these do we know? Like which of these matter? Yeah, we don't know what matters. And we're we kind of figuring out, oh, that thing from the beginning that matters. And honestly, but the other eight things that we were told about at the beginning of the movie doesn't don't matter at I all. I think I think this could have worked if it was very tightly plotted. And what it felt like was, okay, we take these two characters, we put them at odds with each other, and we gradually put them into they get deeper and deeper into this horrifying situation that they don't want any part of. They just accidentally stumble into. And I feel like that's what he was going for. But because these situations don't feel like they are all one situation that they're just getting deeper and deeper into, the whole movie falls apart because it's not that dense and we aren't feeling like we're going along with one story. We're feeling like we're taking a little bit, uh, three steps down this way and then two steps this way and then 15 steps down this way and you think it's going to go this way and then, nope, we're going to backtrack 10 feet and then just go off into the forest. Like, uh, There's too I, much world building. I'm exhausted There is by literally this movie. That, that is the problem with this movie. There is too much world building. I feel I wish it was a little more like uh what was that great buddy cop movie that came out recently that was Shane Black uh The Good Guys? Yeah. The Good Guys. Yeah. yeah. Is that it? Yeah, yeah with, with uh, Ryan Gosling yeah. and uh Russell Crowe. Uh, yeah. So mm -hmm. like that that was a great movie, you know? And it it, it had a lot going on, but it was also a little predictable. You were like, oh, I, I bet that, you know, that lead's going to lead them here. But what was fun about it was the experience of what was happening in each and every moment, right? And how that was developing the characters and their chemistry together. That's all I wanted this movie to be. And I don't think that's that big of an ask, you know? No. It's not that complicated. I mean. Like, it takes skill. It's just it's, not a big ask. And I feel like 
it's the base requirement of what we require to enjoy a movie. I'm not gonna say it's not incredibly difficult at times to to do that kind of thing because, I mean, I'm in but deep here's deep the in thing. writing stories right now. But like, it is very difficult. This is just what it looks like when you screw it up horribly. I mean, it. it but here's the thing: it seems like that if they had focused on that one thing instead of littering it with all this other yeah. bullshit mm-hmm. and they would have at least done it better i'm not pretending it's easy like I, I i make stories too it's just it's not i feel like in a simple story studio, would have been more effective yeah in in big budget filmmaking i don't know how big this budget was but it, it's certainly not what i would it's like 50 million you know, something certainly not what i would refer to as like you know a low budget film uh it's just not i don't need all this other stuff i don't need all this magic shit you know i want a little because that's the concept it's fantasy it's It's a fantasy fantasy buddy cop movie wow yeah i I mean netflix is a big pretty much in my my regard if it's a netflix original it's big budget I mean, at this point, yeah, that's true. I think what it, I mean, there's, we could just sit here and, and boil down millions of problems with the movie because this movie is riddled with problems. Um, but yeah, I think they needed a tighter focus. They needed stronger direction. They needed better editing. They're, literally everything except the leads acting is horribly flawed, like deeply, deeply flawed. Yeah. It's unfortunate. Makeup's okay. Makeup's really Make- good. That's okay. not deeply flawed. I mean, I'll get. I am gonna good. say, like lead orc bad guy dude's tusks looked really silly to me a lot of the time. Like I his mean, little like, tink, tink, I like they, all the orcs. they looked a little plasticky and like they were gonna fall out of his mouth. Like mm. I feel like a lot of his lines had to be eighty yard because he couldn't speak around that. <laughs> I would not be surprised by that, but you know, anyway. that's that's all I'm saying. I mean, like that was nitpick the one thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Definitely nitpick. Let's get into our our final thoughts. I'll I'll go first. Uh, I feel like binge liked it the most. Just do we feel like that's a why good? You, why don't you go I, ahead I have a feeling that I will probably give this the highest score, but that's not necessarily saying oh, much. Oh <laughs> man. Okay. Well, if it's not saying much, then I don't care. Um, but uh, I'll I'll still go first. I think that uh, it's horrible. It's a really bad movie on pretty much all accounts. But in its credit, there's pretty much nothing like it. You know, there's I can't think of any other fantasy buddy cop movies and if that's an itch you've been waiting to scratch for forever maybe check it out i mean i have that's what makes me so sad is that i i that concept sounds amazing to me and they gave it to me and it's like you gave me this it's like when you really want an excellent steak and what you get is a microwaved mcdonald's hamburger yeah i mean there's no bones about it i cannot understand any argument for this being a good movie like even close it's abysmally bad um i would say that my favorite sequence would be the uh the antler throne room scene because that was literally the only time of the movie that i felt any tension because i was genuinely like i hope they don't kill jacoby because i really like jacoby and i want him to live he's literally the only thing i like about this experience right now and i don't want to have to wait through another 20 to 30 minutes of this movie without him there regardless of how effectively it's done. Then it was not that effectively done at all. And I, you know, that, that bummed me out. And I feel like just the fact it got an emotion out of me that seemed desired uh, is the only thing that could qualify it for a best sequence. Uh, my least favorite thing about the movie is, gosh, it's, it's such a small thing, but I really hated that s- the stupid flips those elves do. <laughs> There's so much bullshit. <laughs> it looks so dumb. Oh, man, this movie, uh, it's awful. Everything about it, for the most part, is pretty awful. Uh, it gets one very quiet gun. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Benji, why don't you go next? Uh, I'll let you go next. I'll let you tear this apart, and then I'm going to try to build I mean, up a little bit out of the ashes. I, I feel like I can't tear it apart any more than we already have. I mean, it's it's clear this is a bad movie. I, I, I think I've, I've said all I need to say on that. Um, my, my least favorite part, it's going to be a nitpick, but the Tiki or whatever her name is, Tika? Tika's costuming looked like they took the costume for Simple Jack and put it on her. It's like these weird overalls that 
just don't make any sense. And it's even worse when she's also doing the the flipping around stuff that Chris is talking about. Like there's one particular scene where she's like spread eagled in midair doing a cartwheel. And it's just like, you went with that costume for this? Really? Um. So, just yeah. Just not overalls, please. Just not my, overalls. My favorite part of the movie is probably when Will Smith is like getting ready to shoot Jacoby and ends up shooting the the cops instead. I think that there is a lot going on in that scene and a better, I want to see that scene in a better movie. Cause I think that there's a lot that you could do with it. Um, and I think there's a lot going on there and I think it's a, a cool scene. <sighs> this movie sucks. Like and <laughs> it makes me sad. I, I wish it was a better movie. Um, I'm, I'm going to give it one silent gun. Well, not even to think of a difference. It's, it's just not, I'm gonna give it one it one goofy orc tooth. Mm. And we were so damn close, Venge. Yeah. Oh, we could have had Rick on the train of same. I know. Sorry. Well, he did say it, so you can just cut edit out his his. Uh... I have integrity. <laughs> uh, okay, I guess it's down to mine. I there are enjoyable moments to this movie. It's not a whole big piece of crap. But it's it's like it's a piece of crap with a couple corns in it. No, it's several pieces. It is it is a piece of crap with gold nuggets inside. I feel gold. Yeah, yeah. Like there there are genuine moments. Like I feel like the entire first act of this movie. You know, there are some some instances like exposition dumps that are unnecessary. But the entire first act is like, okay, this is what I was kind of expecting and kind of what I wanted. Um, but it does fall apart in the middle of the movie to the climb, like to the end of the movie until we get just kind of them back together again after the whole uh, climax. And that that's good. But everything in between um, them starting to run away from the gangsters to her blowing up at the end of the movie is just like white noise to me. There, there's just so much there and it's like kind of hard to pick out what's going on and what's really necessary and what's happening. My favorite scene is the one you chose, Rick. I really enjoyed that whole sequence with Ward or Will Smith and his character basically figuring out, oh, it's a double cross on Jacoby and then coming down and be like, okay, what really like gearing himself up to destroy, like to kill this, to kill Jacoby and then is like has that realization okay what's really going on they're double crossing me too i need to know what really happened that day and that whole sequence is to me very like put together very well and if the rest of this movie was like that this would be a great movie and it would be something if it's not like you know it wouldn't be a five star movie but it would be something that you would want to come back to and jump into this world the biggest flaw of this movie is that it tries to build the world too much we can be like the the only world building we need is to have that opening sequence where we see elves are on top orcs are on bottom and we need a little bit to just say to tell us like okay what's really going on in the world and that's it we don't need to know who everybody is and what everybody's doing and why everything's the way it is we just need to have basics and we are given way too much and we don't know where the threads go and they just dissolve into nothing and it doesn't matter anymore um but as far as rating i i did enjoy this movie um but it is a terrible movie that i also did not enjoy through many parts um it feels like half a movie to me so i would have to give it two and a half stars or two and a half um like there, there are parts of this like That's the very low for binge. <laughs> oh, hardy har har. Well, no, like I have to give it two and a half. Is that uh, the same he gave Ghost in the Shell? It is. I think. I don't know. I think I gave. Actually, I think I gave I Ghost think in the Shell. He gave it less. Lower. Actually, I think he gave it two. Oh, binge! No. It's it's my taste. To, be, so to be fair, he gave both Ghost in the Shells too. So the live action one as well. One of them was terrible, and one of them was actually a decent movie. Oh. But I a boring movie. A really, it's a really oh. good movie. But it's a boring movie. This was pretty boring. Oh. No, it was really boring. The first movie. act and the and the end of the movie were enjoyable, this and I I had a good time. We watching paused those. it at like an hour in, and I remember thinking. Like it must have been thirty minutes earlier that we I was like, God, we've gotta be getting towards 
a midpoint, I guess, and we were not. And it, that's because it that, was just a boring problem. movie. That's the like that's the problem is that at that point, like we were given so much. It wasn't that we were given so much. It was that I was bored. It, I'm I'm talking like by the time the only subplot was they hate Jacoby and want to get him killed. Like it was just so much of this movie went on too long. Sorry, this is your side. Of the yeah, yeah, no, and and like I can understand that that viewpoint because I I mean a lot of the middle of this movie is just too much, but. Most of, like, if you cut out a lot of the extraneous stuff, this could be an hour and a half movie that tells a good story and keeps and keeps me entertained throughout the entire movie. And it would be deserving of a much higher score. But there is just so much extra that is unnecessary that, like, drags this movie down. And and that, that I really feel is the biggest flaw. Like, if this, mo- if this was an hour and a half, this would be probably a three, maybe, like, or probably three and a half, four for me, but because there's just so much extra, that's that's what brings it down. I, I just don't think you could do it with what the, what's there. Like the the things that are there, there's too much of it that is integral to what and the plot I, I, is. There there could created. also be. I, I I don't know. I feel like you could cut out whole sections of the plot in general and get a better movie, though. Also, you I know mean, what I mean. I mean, yeah. If you went back to the like base level creation stage of this movie yeah I, I agree with that well if you just turn it into into something like the warriors where they're trying to get away from sure people yeah and not that's what not i mean give, like not to give exposition it's, it's not bumps. you couldn't take i don't think you could take the movie as it is and cut cut it down no, i think and there's make it many better. things on the oh no yeah, i absolutely more. think that because worst case scenario it's a shorter more concise movie with an equal amount of dropped threads I mean, that's also a I mean, really bad movie. Come on. The only advantage there is that it's shorter. It, that's that's better. Yes, I would prefer a a shorter bad movie. It's at least but, more concise and but, probably better paced. But <laughs> I I just don't think you could make a good movie out of what's on on screen. A there. good movie, sure. A good movie. I don't know if it's possible, but at least better paced. You might could, movie. you might could improve it. It, but it's polishing a turd. That's that's all I'm saying. Well, yeah, that that that's what it. It's, that's all you could it's do. It's still a gonna be a turd. <laughs> yeah, like I'm not I'm not disagreeing that this is this is a bad movie, but I enjoyed like big chunks of this movie, and it's just a lot of the other weight that's in this movie is unnecessary and drags it all the way down. But you all know right. what? It was a fun movie to talk it, about. It's occasionally fun to hit the reset button and be like, hey, remember what a bad movie looks like. But you know what <laughs> is never dragged down? The quality of our podcast. Josh, when did you get here? <laughs> <laughs> why don't you tell us where they can find – why don't you tell them where they can find uh, our podcasting them? material? Them? The listeners. Oh, the listeners. I didn't know if it was like – Our a, many, uh, many listeners. Me like and Bernie. You- Oh. We've grown like immensely over the last year, guys. Yeah, I'm so impressed with that. For... I'm so impressed with you guys. We'll actually pay coming back and listening to us <laughs> over and over and over again. But as I'm sure most of our ris- listeners now know that they can reach us on our website at opinionatedpodcast.com. But new listeners, that's where you can find us. You can also find us on Twitter at OpinionCast. We have a Facebook page that is Opinionated Podcast. Our email is opinionatedmoviereviews at gmail.com. Uh, if you guys can please leave us uh, a ratings like on, rating on like us or leave us a rating on iTunes, preferably five stars, uh, that would be, do a great job of getting, getting us out, us to more out there. We're to more interested people. in your opinions, preferably the favorable ones. Yeah. Yes, preferably the favorable ones. And if you have seriously, shoot you, us a tweet on at, at OpinionCast, and we will find you and we will respond to you. Like we'll, we, we, I love to have conversations on Twitter. I we have a very specific set much. of tools, and we will be able to find you if you have anything bad to say. New year, new us. <laughs> Twenty eighteen. Know what I'm saying? Yeah. We, we should do the Taken movie someday. Uh, well, we should be... do the Taken movie, the first I've, one. There's I've no never others. seen. Uh, I've never seen the Taken sequels. Keep it that way. <laughs> I've heard they are very Awful. bad. Cookie they cutter. are incredibly bad, horrifyingly bad. Have you seen the, the thing where it's just twenty seven cuts? Thing. Of... That's a good movie. You've the seen... John Carpenter movie. That is a good movie. We reviewed <laughs> that. You can t- find it on our podcast at no, but <laughs> 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 over. <laughs> yeah, well, you can find it on our podcast. That opinionated podcast. Anyway, oh, this is getting awful. Uh, and so we're opinionated. opinionated.